get started today, get to our next session here in our self-lies uh, discussion and topic. Let's begin with the word of prayer before we get to it, because we're really excited. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for this time that you have given us to be together and to continue to explore your word and explore the reality uh, of your presence to, and the effectiveness of your word in our lives, in our hearts, and in our homes and we're just open to you today right yes, now to speak Lord. to us, to speak through us yes, in this particular discussion. Uh, you've been exposing us to many of the lies that the enemy has used for many years mm -hmm. to hold us back and to keep us stuck in patterns mm -hmm. uh, in which we just couldn't get out of the cycle. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we're, we're just opening up ourselves right now to the spirit of truth. Holy Spirit, yes. we yield to you. Carol and I, we decrease yes. in this moment that you would increase. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, for those of you that are watching us online, uh, we want to welcome you to another time. We're sitting here at the table and another incredible opportunity to have truth revealed. My wife has been talking to us and sharing with us these past few weeks about self-lies. Um, and this week we're going to talk about lie number four in yes. the list of self lies all right you've got it all right and number four is i can't be happy unless things go my way <laughs> <laughs> well so that one's loaded just to start oh so. my goodness just the title <laughs> itself yes be honest are you the type who can enjoy life only if things go the way you want them to can you be happy if your car breaks down or if someone talks too loudly in a movie theater. <laughs> if, if service is slow in a restaurant. <laughs> a friend is five to 10 minutes late all the time. And the cleaners ruined your favorite outfit. Okay, that's it. No. <laughs> Not the favorite outfit. <laughs> In reality, things sometimes, actually oftentimes, don't go the way we want them to. That is an inescapable reality of life. Traffic lights turn red right as we get to them. People interrupt us when we are busy, make us lose our thought, what we, forget what we were doing in the first place. Kids spill grape juice on the brand new white carpets. <laughs> <laughs> and companies lay us off when they downsize, and that's definitely happened to us. Welcome to the real world. But how many of us have come to truly accept that, li that about life without really allowing it to turn into a huge source of resentment? How many of us really come to grips with life being difficult? And I know, um, you know, when as particularly when I was in my 20s, just coming into life's realities, you know, um, having to pay for water, <laughs> that, that blew my mind. You know, you, you don't think about these kind of things, you know, until you have to do them yourself. Um, but that was, a, that was a mind blower for me. Um, and just having to deal with people who don't like you for no good reason at all. They don't even know you. Um, um, when you're going into different job situations. Um, and just, again, just the realities of having to face the realities of life and dealing with them on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And we realize that everyone doesn't 
walk in this lie. You know, I can't be happy unless right. things go my way because so many people have had things never go their way right from the beginning of life. But for those of you that this applies to, <laughs> um, you really need to pay close attention if you've been one of those people that whatever is going in life, just going on in your life, mm -hmm. just totally messes up everything right. in your whole world. That's what we're dealing with. You're the kind of person who, who says to themselves, I'm, already, I'm, I'm right. It mm -hmm. should be my way. I'm yeah. always right. Yeah. Everybody else is always wrong. Hmm. <laughs> The my way lie is at its worst in marriage. Yeah. The I in many marriages is so strong that the we is never allowed to develop. These marriages often become nothing more than two eyes pulling in separate directions and fighting all the time. And sometimes over the silliest matters. Yeah. Because both of them feel like I'm right. they can't be happy unless things are going my way. Right. Yeah. This is the way I grew up. This is the way um, we live life. So we should do it this way. Yeah, because it never occurs to many people that somebody else grew up differently, differently than you did. <laughs> and it wasn't anything, and it wasn't about their right way, wrong. right or wrong. That's just the way that you grew up. Right. That's all. Yeah. 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 Life has a nasty habit of reminding us that it will not always go the way we want it to. Each and every day is proof of that. In light of that fact, we have a choice to make. Either we can throw a hissy fit every time life dares not to treat us like royalty, <laughs> or we can get rid of our unrealistic expectations and accept that life is not always going to go our way just as it doesn't for every other human being on the planet. And sometimes we can feel like we're the only, um, we're the only ones that things happen to, but that's not true. Not it, it, it happens to every other human being on the planet. And I always, uh, you know me, I always uh, go right at it as far as people who uh, come from certain uh, church doctrines, beliefs, even certain movements that have taken place here in America, especially, and it's not to put you down if you come, if you are part of this movement, but the word of faith. Uh, and that is you have to be really careful when you're talking about the word of faith and my way. Because mm -hmm. often, if you don't understand the difference be between a word of faith, meaning God gives you a word and you're living according to that word and you proclaim that we believe that we're in that season right now yes. we're praying and proclaiming prophetic promises that God has given us yeah. but that's different from just trying to make God do something your way yeah. and I'm going to quote a scripture <laughs> in order to get and, him to, yeah, to in order to make God make him do it my do way it my way the way I see it mm -hmm. and I'm, many of us have found out that that just don't work mm -hmm. God knows what he meant by what he said and he's not going to let anybody manipulate the scriptures <laughs> to make it unfold right. the way they want it to unfold. Or the way they saw it the when they, they received that word. Yeah. Expectations can be a, 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 a really hard thing to deal with. Yeah. Um, when you receive a prophetic word, you automatically re receive an image in your mind as to how that's going to work out. Yeah. But that's, you have to be careful that you allow a, the word that God give, gave you to unfold his way. Um, it, we are v limited uh, in the way that we think, but God is omniscient. He knows 
all of the pieces. He knows how he wants the thing to unfold. And it's always going to be in such a way that our flesh will die. So whenever you see a prophetic word from God, expect something to fall off of you, something to, to, to come off of you that would hinder God's word from being manifested in your life. Expect it. And, and look for and be careful not to try and live according to an image that comes into your mind uh, regarding the prophetic word that came to you. Very important. I was thinking the other day about how the way that we're introduced to some things um, in God, in the word of God, uh, we're going to most of the time we're going to hold on to that way it was first introduced to us. So the problem is that if something was introduced to us uh, and it was an incorrect interpretation mm-hmm. of scripture, mm-hmm. we hold on to that thing even when the truth it's comes. When someone comes along and rightly divides the word mm-hmm. and exposes the re- what God, what the word actually meant by that, mm-hmm. then we keep holding on to that. And part of the reason why we do that is because the way that it was first explained to me, mm-hmm. it fed that things going my way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, all you got to do is speak it and it's going to happen. All you got to do is claim it. And so walk through that, go to that Mercedes dealership, walk up and down the, the parking lot and lay your hands on one of those Mercedes and claim it for yours. And God's going to. So that fits the my way. Yes. And so and if any two of you touch and agree on anything. And so you go take a friend. <laughs> Or two, and y'all all go and lay hands on it. And so when it doesn't happen, then it's go. Oh, what, then what's it's wrong? God's fault. Well, God, you didn't do it. No, it's uh, that, if, that was if taken any, out of context. Yeah, out of context. If any two of you, you know, touch if you touch and agree on anything, it's not just agreeing with each other. It's agreeing with God. What did he say? Because <laughs> a whole bunch of us can touch and agree on a whole bunch of things. Yes. But if that ain't God, he ain't backing that up. Right. And so that's what I mean. See, I just we just I just took that scripture and put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. And the moment I put that in perspective, then immediately our flesh goes, uh, oh, okay. So I can't just go and pick out anything I want. No. <laughs> God's not a heavenly vending machine. <laughs> He's not a genie. He's not a genie. He just. Rub the lamp, make some wishes. Rub the Bible. <laughs> Rub the Bible, that's right. <laughs> make some wishes. That's not God. No, that's not. And unfortunately, many of us have been introduced to God that way and the things of God and bled the blessings of God uh, in that way. Mm-hmm. And so when rightly divided word comes, we realize that doesn't fit with my way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit. And so that's, that's why I bring up that point mm-hmm. today that... Um, God, what a lot of our expectations—they're idols. They literally, they are images. Yes, yes. They're images, and so God said, "I'm not going to have any other idol, no other god before set before me. me." And so we've got these other gods mm-hmm. that we think is God. Right. And when His, when the reality comes to us, then it becomes another one of those things that we, I got to let that go because that's more feeding of my way. Yes. Go ahead. The next time things don't go the way we want them to. 
Let's make a, a decision to accept the reality of what went wrong. Not necessarily like it, but accept it. Do what we can to face it and allow ourselves to feel contentment, even peaceful, in spite of what happened. It isn't what happens to you that makes you unhappy, it's how you view it. So even when things don't go your way, you can still be happy with the proper attitude. In Philippians 4, 11 through 13, it says, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased. I know how to be humbled. And I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In James 1, 2 through 3, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. In the Azusa Study Bible Commentary, the proper attitude in dealing with hardship is to count it all joy, which is not an emotional reaction, it's not a feeling, but a deliberate, intelligent appraisal of the situation from God's perspective. And that's the key. It's the choice to see it from God's from view. God's view. Yeah. Viewing trials as a mean to moral and spiritual growth. We don't rejoice in the trials themselves, but in the possible results. It's what God is going to bring to our lives through the trial. He he's, um, is causing our, our spiritual muscles to be stronger. We'll be, he's building in us an intestinal fortitude to be able to deal with anything that comes to us so that we don't fall apart, so that we don't... Um, um, have a tantrum when things don't go our way. We can see why God didn't allow it. It's always for our good. Yeah. He's, it's always for our good. Um, and learn, it helps us to even have more of a trust and faith in God and how he does things. Um, so that we are all, so our knee jerk reaction isn't to have, isn't to um, lose trust in God, but it's to, even I, if I don't know why, I know it, that God did it for my good because he loves me, because of what he's done for me in the past. I can know that he's, that he's always been faithful and that whatever comes of this, I know it's because he loves me. Yes. And it's for my best. And it's always going to take me higher. It's always going to take me higher. It's always going to build me up. I was, I was especially thinking about uh, Philippians uh, the fourth chapter, the 11th mm -hmm. through the 13th verse, where mm -hmm. we just read. Mm -hmm. I love putting things in perspective because mm -hmm. look at what he said. He said, mm -hmm. not that I speak, not that in regard to need, mm -hmm. for I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing because many of Christian believers jump straight to, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I love that verse, mm -hmm. love that scripture. But again, it's another one of those ones where we get in trouble with this, whatever's going to make me happy. We'll hold on to this scripture to try to get God to do something that's going to make me happy. <laughs> and he says, this is not a scripture that's quoted in the context of demanding that God change my situation right. so that I'll be happy. Right. 
He says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me in the context of saying, whatever state I'm in, I can be content. So if everything's going great, if everything's going horribly, I can be content. I can do all things, do what things I can be content. I love it. Let's see, put scripture in balance, man. He ain't talking about, uh, uh, I can really more the way many believers say this scripture there. There, here's what they're actually saying. I can do anything. I can do anything. The sky is the limit. I believe I can fly. See, I'm sorry. y'all. I'm always trying to bring this balance and I'm not trying to kill anybody's dream. No, but I want you to understand uh, you've been hearing some things and scriptures have been being pulled out of context and they do it on purpose uh, to get people to buy into a thought mm-hmm. and a philosophy that's going to put money in somebody's pocket yes. if you do this. Yes. Yes. You know, so you can do all things. You can do anything. No, no, I can't. I'm a man. I can't have no baby. Well, that's an extreme example, Pastor Chris. Yeah, and I'm using an extreme example to help us understand the difference between do all things and do anything. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about God uh, he, and, and his word, he's not saying you can do anything you want to do. That's world's philosophy. Right. That's world's philosophy. That's not what the Bible says. The no, Bible does not, does not teach us you can do anything. The sky is the limit. His word says I can do all things through Christ and strengthens me. Yeah, but he was speaking in the context of if everything's going great or everything's falling apart, I can stay content. He wouldn't say I'm going to speak this scripture to wipe out all the bad things that are happening to me. That's not what this is about. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Come on, say thank you, Lord. (laughs) That's what this is about. So I can do all things. I can be content. I can still stay focused. I can still stay on track with God's will for my life, no matter what's happening to me. Again, and no matter what's happening to me, it's not going to stop me from fulfilling God's purpose Purpose. for my life. No matter what happens, I know that God is always going to turn it for my good. It's always going to make me stronger. It's always going to build me up. Because he says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens strengthens me. me. Thank you, Lord. Test, yeah. we're, test, we're preaching today. <laughs> now, testing carries the idea of proving d- genuineness, and that's what God is doing. When testing comes, it's, it's not only, it's so that you can see where your heart is. Really? He's proving whether your heart is genuine, genuine. or not, and yeah. so that you can see where you are, what, what areas you need to work on. Um, it's never to tear you down. It's never to make you look bad. It's just so that you will know what's really in your heart. Yeah. Trials serve as a discipline to strip away what is false. So whatever things that are that's in your life that aren't uh, producing um, anything, uh, uh, producing anything that's helpful for you to fulfill your purpose, those things are going to come out of your life. You're going to be able to recognize them. And get, um, like, for instance, um, 
having a tendency to get to to get angry or to respond immaturely in situations that's going to change in your life if you choose to uh, receive God's um, the discipline that God is working on you in that point in time in, in that issue in that situation and I, I like the think way that uh, Dr. Thurman phrased this he mm -hmm. said testing carries the idea mm -hmm. I'm getting I'm making a point here mm -hmm. he said testing carries the idea mm -hmm. trials serve as a discipline yeah and so the reason why you know me I'm always jumping on this because mm -hmm. too many times horrible things happen to people and people say God is testing you yeah, no yeah no. no he's saying testing carries the ideas not that God is testing you by killing your loved one no no, no. There are certain he things that are all there's a, there are certain things that are already in place. Yeah. It is appointed unto man once to, to die. die. We live in a fallen world. Yeah. People make mistakes. Yeah. Accidents do happen. Right. Diseases in our fallen bodies. Yeah. People uh, don't eat right. People don't eat right. Someone's decision affects you, and yeah. it causes a domino effect. Right. And so things are happening. Time and, time chance, and chance happens to everybody yeah. according to His Word. Yeah. So where does the testing? Uh, come in is uh, what what the the true understanding is this that when things happen mm -hmm. in our lives mm -hmm. it becomes a testing moment not something that God is yeah. doing right. but mm -hmm. it becomes a moment that is testing mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. what's it mm -hmm. testing it's testing the uh, it's an idea of proving the genuineness you said God why did you allow this to happen well that goes all the way back to the the garden of eden mm -hmm. man made a decision so right. god why did you let this happen to me here in 2016 well no it goes all the way back to i let y'all decide what you want to do mm -hmm. you chose your own way mm -hmm. and here is the fallout right so all these centuries later you were all still living in the fallout of that decision mm -hmm. so testing is this mm -hmm. when things happen in our lives mm -hmm. it's a testing moment right. for right. us Good. It's not something God is putting on us. Mm -hmm. He's not testing you. Life is just, just yes. being life. Like you asked when you first came in, how's life treating you? <laughs> <laughs> life is still treating me the same way. Right. It's trying to kill me. <laughs> right. Is that God trying to kill me? No. no. But it's the enemy of our souls. Right. I say it's the thief who comes to steal and right. to kill and to destroy. Taking it, he's taking advantage of the fallen situation yes. that we are living in. Yes. And so, when those moments come, it's a testing moment yes. for us. Like my wife just said, it's a yeah. testing moment to prove what's really genuine. Yeah. And trials serve again. Mm -hmm. I love the way this man. I know yes. he was very intentional yes. in his wording. Trials serve as a discipline right. to strip away what is false, right. because uh, the word of God actually. You remember we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. That there's a difference between. I believe there's yes. a difference between trials and temptations. Yes. And so we kind of put them all in the same category. We say tests and trials and temptations. The fact is in a lot of our songs, you know, through all trials, tribulations, persecutions, I'm determined to follow Jesus. And so we're always saying, so we think it's all the same. Testings, trials, temptation. It's all the same thing, but it's not. No. Mm -mm. Yep. Life itself 
brings about trials. And in that moment, it's a testing moment. And in the midst of that testing moment, in the midst of that trial, Mm -hmm. we're all tempted to get angry with God about what we're going through. All of us. Instead of the enemy of our souls. Instead of the one who actually, the thief, who comes to steal and kill and to destroy. Isn't that amazing, y'all? So I, I, I guess the reason why I jumped on that is because I'm always wanting to keep us in that proper balance and understanding. You know, James said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Then he says, knowing that the testing of your faith mm-hmm. produces patience. Mm-hmm. And so that's a perfect example yeah. in that scripture. Many people read that and go, see, there's God testing you. No, he said, no, he, didn't he, say say he didn't say that. He said, when we fall into various trials, and in the midst of a trial, our faith is being tested. Mm-hmm. Not God is testing no. you to see if you got what it takes no. to hold on long enough to make it into heaven. Right. No. What kind of God are we serving if we <laughs> just really think about the things that we're communicating? He comes, he dies on the cross right. for our sins, bust open the way for us to come into heaven, and then we present him as a God who's constantly throwing obstacles in our way to keep us from getting there. No. No. <laughs> Why would he open up the way if he's just gonna keep throwing stuff at you to keep you from making it? Right. No. Here's heaven, baby. Huh? Huh? You almost got it. Remember that commercial that they show on the insurance commercial where the person is reaching for that, that one dollar? You almost got it. You almost got it. That's how we present God. Right. Oh, you almost got it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not what this is. We live in a fallen world. And it's the enemy of our soul who's opposing us. And then we discover, according to James talked about, he says, now, actually, when you discover that the temptation is happening in us, Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't start with from the outside. It's Mm -hmm. a lust that's already within you and me. And the trial is bringing out the fact that there's, There's still lust there. some lust there in you. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's what's happening. Yes. Wow, isn't that great, y'all? Yeah. Come on, bless the Lord. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> All right, also, patience is not a passive resignation to adverse circumstances, but a positive steadfastness that bravely endures. Patience is not passive. It's not just, you know, you're just going to sit there and let just stuff that's, happen to you. That's just no. tolerating. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just tolerating it. But no, it's, mm-hmm. it's a positive steadfastness, understanding that God is working something in your life. Yes. We're and living it right now. We, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you doing something. You, actually, you've been doing something for, for a, a long, long time. time. <laughs> we just didn't know it. Yep. But that gives you the courage. It helps you to bravely endure um, to, to the end because you know God is going to come through. You know he's working something in you. And, and there, is, there is an expectation. There is a hope. There is an excitement to see what God is going to do. Wow. Aren't you glad? So now I can say with full assurance, yes, Lord, thank you that I now understand that it doesn't take outside circumstances to make me happy and when things go wrong I don't have to live in the resentment of that moment now it doesn't mean that of course all of us you have the initial response 
um, to the thing that, that goes wrong. We're human beings, you know. I got we got serious road rage. I mean, we got serious road rage. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've had road rage for many, many years. <laughs> they got, there's got to be some kind of support group for road rage. <laughs> Then I'm probably, and the only way that that group can meet, they'd have to put us all in one car and make us drive around and just drive around in traffic and talk to each other. <laughs> Don't say nothing to the person that cut you off. Don't pay no attention to that. Don't pay no attention. <laughs> that would be the therapy session. But I just love that what this uh, this particular lesson is really a, a driving at, though, and that is mm-hmm. the thought that I can't be happy unless things go my way Mm -hmm. and it's just simply not true and we're always trying to bring the additional point that we don't use the word of God and try to manipulate God to try to change circumstances so that we can can be happy happy, because he's just simply not not going going to do do it (laughs) he's just not going (laughs) to the goal of God in our lives is not is not for us to be happy. And many people struggle with that thought. And it's not that he won't give us moments of happiness, but God's goal is for something greater than happiness, and it's joy. Joy, because joy joy doesn't change according to circumstances. And God wants us to be fulfilled. You can do, you know, you can be happy and not fulfilled because happy is just the it's, it's just, just a, a temporary yes. in the moment, emotional response. Yes. So God's goal is not our happiness. Now, America is part of our people's goals is the pursuit of happiness. Right. But I don't want the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. I want the pursuit of God where I get it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for this word. Thank you for the reality mm-hmm. and the truth that has come to crush and put down this thought that I can't be happy unless things go my way. Mm-hmm. When the truth of the matter, Lord, is that we're seeking fulfillment and fulfillment that comes from doing things your way, from living life your way, from having the joy of the Lord that is our strength. Thank you, Lord God, that your word has come, that we should count it all joy, even when we fall into various trials, because even in the midst of that trial, that our faith is being tested and it's going to produce patience, which is really just the ability to wait uh, calmly, securely, and your answers for your provision for you to come through for us. Thank you, Lord God, for the testimony that is on our lips even right now (laughs) and in our lives right now. Thank you, Lord God, for not letting us quit. We sure wanted to so many times. (laughs) Thank you for being faithful to us. Yes, Lord Lord God, it's been a long road, and we know we still got a long way to go. But thank you for at least bringing us to this place where here at, at this table, this group, we know <laughs> that we don't have to depend upon situations in order for us to be happy. Things don't have to go our way in order for us to be happy. That we can rest assured that you have our lives. Our lives are in your hand. We thank you, Lord God, for those that might be watching us today and they haven't come to this reality. We pray, Lord God, that some nugget of truth and wisdom was able to break through the darkness and a seed was able to find good soil in their heart, in their life so that it will come up and produce. We thank you, Lord God, that the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches will not be able to uh, choke out that word that has come to them today. 
We pray that they won't just simply receive it in an emotional level. That it just sounds good and it sounds exciting. But then when this word gets tested tomorrow, <laughs> that it just withers away and dies. We thank you, Lord God, for preventing the birds of the air from coming and plucking yes. up the seed. The demonic yes. uh, uh, from coming and stealing away what you have sown today. Thank you that this word finds good soil in yes. hearts and homes as truth has come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Come on, bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.